reach you no matter where you are uh, on a continental um, in the United States or around the world. Uh, this message uh, will be able to hear. But before we get excited with our exciting message for this evening, which I have entitled Biodegradable, I want you to do me a big favor. I want you to like, subscribe, and to share this with other, others on your social media platform so they too can hear a message and a word from the Lord. Now let us invite the Holy Spirit to come in and to tabernacle with us. The God in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity we have to worship you and to praise your name in prayer. Lord, it's indeed an honor and a privilege that we forsake too often. We're told if we would just pray, my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. So Lord, prayer is a communication tool for us to petition you and for you to speak to us. So as we worship this evening, we ask for your presence. And in having your presence, everything else will be afforded to us. Our needs, our cares, our concerns. And we put it all in your hand, in your name. In your wonderful name, I pray, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Good evening once again. And we are joining you today with this exciting message called Biodegradable. Biodegradable. And it's coming from Luke, the 10th chapter. And it starts with verses 25 to 37. You already know you can turn into Bibles. Uh, if you choose to at this time, but it's a story of the Good Samaritan, the story of the Good Samaritan. You know that um, the story was told when a lawyer was sent to, uh, to try to trip up Jesus and ask him who was his neighbor. And um, Jesus gave him an information and an answer. He didn't like that. So he began on to tell him a story about three individuals. Well, it was dealing with one person who was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho, that he was robbed and pretty much left for dead. He was robbed and pretty much left for dead. And we had the priests and the Levite that passed him by. And then there was the Samaritan that went over and attended to him and uh, you know, made sure that he was able to provide some care, some um, medical attention, took him to a place where he uh, put him up in a room and paid the innkeeper monies to uh, for her stay and for his upkeep and said, I'm going to come again. I'm going to come again. And if I owe you any more, I will pay you at that time. If what I have given is not sufficient, I'm coming again to settle the bill. Oh, man, there's so much in that. But my focus tonight is on what we call biodegradable. When you read this the story, this passage you are so familiar with, and it's like, how do we work that in there? Like, how do we find biodegradable in the story of the Good Samaritan? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. If you understand what biodegradable is or biodegradation, um, about um, degradable, my tongue got tied there, is basically it breaks down the substance to its natural components for reuse in the environment. We're in this world now where people are trying to recycle and we understand about the, the impact um, that waste material has on the environment in terms of the release of methane gases and, and it, it destroys the, uh, the, the ozone layer and it allows for what we call global warming now. And so they're now trying to make products that are reusable that can be recyclable, but for that to happen, it has to be able to break down. 
Now, there are, are there are things now that we use that are natural in terms of its use that breaks down on its own. Like if you eat an apple or some type of fruit or you know, if an animal pass, it just naturally starts to biodegrade and it breaks down. But what it does, it breaks down to its natural component, meaning that if you ever saw something uh, decompose, you know, it looks similar to what it was before. And then over time, it starts to look drawn up and, um, you know, um, starts to decay. And basically, you know, the material and substance that that is made of starts to get back to its, um, its natural elements or components. And then it goes into the soil, depending on what it is. And it basically allows for reuse in, in terms of um, nutrients provided to the soil allowing for life to begin again. And this is made possible through um, organisms like bacteria, fungi, and microbes. Um, and it also has to do with the elements, you know, light, water, and oxygen, and the temperature, you know, plays a key part in determining the rate of decomposition. So we find a higher rate of biodegradation in higher temperatures. So the harder it is, then the biodegradation takes place faster. Now, when we look at this here, it's um, also looking at the, uh, the process that a change occurs and goes through over time, and then is reintroduced as possibly something else or the same material. Um, in terms of plant life, sometimes we can use the same thing to grow what was grown there before in terms of using it as a fertilizer. But in the parable of the Good Samaritan, as we know, there's a person who was robbed, left for dead. Two of the first responders observed the situation and talked about it to someone else later. You know, have you been in a situation where, you know, you may have said, man, there was a eight car pileup on the highway or I saw a person get into a fight or I saw this and that. And we we would normally tell or share that information with someone else but we may not have stopped to render aid or be a part of the situation. Sometimes, you know, we got somewhere to go, just like the priest and the Levite did. Sometimes we worried about our safety, just like the priest and the Levite did. We didn't know the person was uh, playing possum, as we call it, or playing, you know, faking his an injury only to lure you over. And there's been many stories where people will pretend to have broken down their half the front of their car, um, lifted up the hood, and someone would stop and only to be robbed and sometimes person may lose their life. But a lot of times people will share what they experience away from that. And, you know, a lot of times we do what we call self-preservation. It's like, I don't want to put myself in danger or fall sucked or be a sucker or be a victim in a situation where I'm trying to be a, as we call it, a good Samaritan. And so, so a lot of times the self-preservation comes into play. But when we read the story, understand that the story of the Good Samaritan, where there was a priest, a preacher, a Levite, still a preacher, and a Samaritan, somebody that not really associated with being a religious person, that that was the one who stopped to render aid to this person. And we find ourselves as body of believers sometimes falling short and our responsibility and care for others. So when I, I mentioned before, temperature plays a part 
in the biodegradation of an item. And so when I, when I think and read this story, I believe it must have been a hot day. And when we look at it, that this is taking place in Jerusalem uh, on this, um, the, this winding road to Jericho, that this is near the equator. So this is a hot region of, the, uh, of our planet. And so it must have been a hot day. And when we think about this person there being left for, for dead, that there had started to be this biodegradation of his body, like he was starting to um, die down. His maybe his organs, you know, was um, started to um, shut down, or maybe it was bleeding out, um, whatever it was, because of his injuries. And so, and given in due time, he would have eventually succumbed to his injuries if no aid had come to him. Now, there are two factors um, soon to be prominent at his demise. And, and their autolysis and also um, putrefaction, putrefaction, excuse me for that. And, and, and basically was is, is the autolysis is basically a breakdown of the tissues of a, of a person's internal um, organs that it starts to break down from the inside. It starts to break down from the inside as chemicals and enzymes are released that start the decomposing of the bio uh, degradation of a person or a dead animal or sometimes look at it uh, uh, um, something that was alive like a piece of fruit so it starts to break down from the inside uh, um, and and also putrefaction starts to where there's bacteria from the outside that starts to decay so it happened from the inside and the outside where tissues starts to break down and decompose and this dual action is taking place simultaneously, a breakdown from the inside and from the outside. Now, as preachers always like to say, stay with me because I'm going somewhere. So when we understand the mechanism that is at play, the mechanism that is at place in this um, particular um, thing here, it's necessary that we apply the spiritual application it's necessary that we apply the spiritual application to this to get our blessing that God has intended for us um, this evening. And so heat and temperature played a big role in this here. And the, when we look at the cessation of life brings about a stoppage. When a person dies, you know, we, um, we can look at a person and realize that they're not going to take another step. You know, if they died in the house, they're not going to come out of the house on their own accord or they may not make it back home. And, you know, the cessation of light brings about a stoppage or an end point. That's why we call a person burial their final resting spot. So a burial place is a person's final resting spot. So when movement stop, death occurs. When movement stop, death occurred. It is that. It is fitting that our denomination, the Seventh-day Adventist faith, call ourselves a movement. We call ourselves a movement. And when movement stops, death occurs. And so this Samaritan had been robbed and left on a side of road, and he wasn't moving any further. And if aid had not, had not come to him, surely death would have been his, 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 uh, imminent for him. And so when movement stops, death occurs. When love stops, death occurs. When praying stops, death occurs. When Bible study stops, death occurs. When sharing of our faith stops, 
death occurs. So when movement stops, death occurs. And we know that there are two components that at work, something that dies on the inside and, and then something that takes place on the outside, the bacteria that breaks down a person from the outside and the chemicals in the inside that breaks down a person from the inside that allowed the biodegradation to happen. It's important that there can there be a continuation of movement in our lives and not get to a final resting point and figure or realize or think that we have arrived. That's why we call sanctification a work of a lifetime. We never get to this excellence, this, uh, this epitome of this uh, high point where we can feel that all our troubles are behind us or we have reached some enlightenment under um, uh, an understanding and, and, and spiritual um, uh, 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 things in terms of studying the Bible and understanding all mysteries and all the prophecies and things of that nature. It is a movement. And so we must always be looking to move. Now, it's interesting that we use this word and I titled my sermon biodegradable. And we understand bio means life. That's why we have biology, which is the study of life. But we have this word biodegradable. And if you think about it, it's oxymoronic. It's talking about the breakdown of life. You see, God didn't create us to die. So yet we're talking about something that's biodegradable. The study of life, the breakdown of life. The end point of life is really oxymoronic where we include life and death in the same sentence and call ourselves Christians. But it's only made possible or happen because of sin, because of sin. You see, when we look at life before the flood, we have Adam who lived 930 years. So we had Seth 912 years, Methuselah 969 years. Noah, 950 years. Now, they were created to live eternally and forever. And after the flood, we see the biodegradation happen at a rapid pace. And we see um, Shem, 600 years. Uh, Selah, 433 years. Abraham, 175 years. Moses, 120 years. Joshua, 110 years. We see the biodegradation the, 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 the breakdown of life started to occur at a rapid pace because, as we mentioned earlier, heat plays an important part of that. And we studied, um, we look at now they're talking about global warming. And in a spiritual sense, global warming has been taking place since sin introduced itself through, um, in the Garden of Eden with our first parents and when they made that decision. And so biodegradation has impacted our lifespan. The Bible lets us know in Psalms 94.10, the days of our years are three scores and 10 years. Now, Joshua lived to be 110 years. I have a grandfather that lives to be over 100 years, and that looks like to be a, a man, a ripe old age that we call it when somebody dies in their 80s and their 90s. And man, man you've been really blessed if you become a centurion. But if you look at the years from 900 to 600 to 400 to 110 years, uh, 10, 110 years, 
to now the days of our years is three score and 10 years. And if by reason of stem, they be four score years, that's 80 years. The Bible lets us know, honor thy mother and thy father, that days may be long upon the uh, uh, upon the uh, the planet, upon this world. But we see now that there has been biodegradation. Now, I haven't lost my point. Biodegradation or biodegradable means something that is broken down to smaller units, or it goes back to its natural components or element, meaning that whatever it was made of is broken back down to whatever is made of is broken back down to the bible paints a picture that as it was in the days of noah so shall it be in the days of the son of man um we also find that during that time people were um having a good time they were drinking and marrying and all that stuff and it was all about self we find in matthew um 24 14 and because of iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. As we look at the parable of the Good Samaritan from a different perspective, we can understand ourselves better and what is a missing element in our lives. And that's a four-letter word, and we spell it out L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E. You see, that's the missing element, the first two individuals, the priest and the look and the Levite, look at self-preservation as a reason not to stop and help a wounded person. Yet the Samaritan uh, put aside his need for safety and preservation and thought about the imminent demise of this wounded traveler. And he activated, love activated in him. And it was because of, uh, of that inward uh, 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 um presence of this uh, of love that he found it necessary to help this wounded person, this stranger, a person that he did not know. You see, biodegradation breaks down living organism into smaller material for reuse in the environment. We see in the world around us that love is a missing element. This, uh, is, this is known about by hate crimes and crimes of passion and war. We see what's happening in Ukraine where this madman, um, uh, um, Putin, is bombing apartments and shopping centers and trying to say that they was manufacturing uh, weapons of war there. And it became an enemy target. And people are losing their lives by the tens and the hundreds and the thousand in this senseless war. And that's because the Bible lets us know because iniquity shall bind, the love of many shall wax cold. Individuals in, are, are in need all around us. And there's an opportunity for us to exhibit and to share love. Take Six had a song years ago that said, what the world needs now is more love. And so we have become... Uh, um, recalcitrant and 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 um, sinners, and we have become hardened in our disposition. Sometimes we can see a person in need and pass them by. We worrying about a person hungry is trying to scam us. Let us not be weary in well doing. And so sometimes we 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 neglect the opportunity. Now I'm gonna be real with you right now. 
because this message hidden home for me. You see, there's a young man that I found out he's like 33 years of age. He got put out. And I think there may be some mental challenges or whatever, but he's homeless. And he's been homeless for about a year. And I would see him daily. And I said, man, I need to help this guy do something. And time passed by. And every time I see him, or sometimes when I didn't see, I wonder what happened to him. He was living homeless. And didn't have the, the, the means and the comfort that I have. And for days and weeks and months, I did or said nothing. And it always bothered me. And I said, Willie, God, you can't do this. Uh, here I am. I, I, I'm showing up for church every Sabbath. I'm participating in Sabbath school. I'm preaching you Wednesday night prayer meeting. And I'm not helping this person who's in need. You see, bio-degradation breaks down things to its original components and element. And I had become hardened or neglected, whether it was for convenience or excuse or scheduling, I did nothing. And yet this person was in need. And so finally, finally, I say, I have to do something. It was so bad, I said, man, if I was to die or uh, uh, um, Christ was to come back, I knew I wasn't going to heaven because God would just simply ask, you know, and then we know when God separated, you know, the two classes of people and one class said, we did this in your name. And the other one said, um, when did we do these things? And I know that I hadn't done something. Said so when you've done it to the least of them, you've done it to me. So recently, Biodegradation took place, you know, the chemical enzymes on the inside and the, the bacteria, the elements on the outside softened me up. So I, I stopped and I tried to find out what was going on with this person and what he needed. And I began to I went to the store and I got a cooler and I, and I, and I put things so he can store in there and have some drinks and some food. I brought him a hot meal. Um, I started to go by and stop by daily, and I, I met um, uh, individuals who were uh, executive at this uh, place um, that helped the homeless people. And I got in contact with them, and you know, and, and through working with them, they're going to look to put this person in some housing. But for a long time, I did nothing. And for a long time, when we look back in our lives, remember I said, when movement stops, death occurs. And you ask yourself, have you stopped praying for somebody? Have you stopped attending or helping somebody in need? Now, while I was functional and spiritual thing, the priest and the Levite were potentially on their way to church. But yet somebody was wounded. And Christ told the story, say, if your animal might fall into the ditch, will you wait till the Sabbath over to do something about it? And we know We'd do something right away if we find out something was impacting us um, to a severe. We, we make an excuse for anything to do on the Sabbath and, and think it's, that it's at, at a level one or grade one emergency. And so, but I, I'm glad that the Holy Spirit given me enough time to get check this off and to attend to this brother needs. And it's an ongoing thing. 
And I realized just giving him one meal wasn't enough. I realized going by and talking to him once wasn't enough. And so it's a process. I have to get this person back to a situation where he can function in society. I have to see the process through. And a lot of times we may give to a cause and we may uh, uh, um, donate our time um, for, uh, for a particular uh, feeding the homeless or whatever it is. But we can't allow that to be a moment where we pat ourselves on the back and feel good about it. It is a process. Christ let us know that the poor you will have with you always. So biodegradable. When we look back in Genesis, when God decided to create man, he said, let us create man in our own, <laughs> I like this part, image. Let us create man in our own image. What is that image? Uh, um, the Bible that said, by this you should know that they are my disciples if they have love one for another. John 13, 35. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. You see, we are created in God's image, and we find the image of God replicated, replicated when we use it to love someone else. Now, I'm going to be honest. This is not always an easy process. At times, uh, we... We, we, we sometimes neglect or we feel, um, you know, get, provide an excuse, I'm tired, I don't feel like it. This person deserve it. They should have made better decisions in life. And at times we, we, we find it a reason, a cause, or an excuse not to love. But the Bible lets us know that he that loveth not, knoweth not God, because over time sin has made us hardened and become recalcitrant that is necessary for us to spiritually break down to our natural components. That's the image of God that is love. You see, the Bible follows themes and we can find the theme of love uh, from the beginning. We can find the theme of grace and mercy from the beginning. We can find a lot of things in the Bible and I find that this element of love and biodegradation is a theme in the Bible. And so, God is always have employed man to be a resource to man. It says, give and it shall be given to you. Uh, press down, shaken together, uh, running over shall men <laughs> given to your bosom. God has always employed men to be used in his services. Said when he blessed the, the loaves and the fish, he said, you give this to them to eat. And so the Holy Spirit is working on us. When we read that there is in, in the three angels message that he saw angels flying in the midst of heaven, that's you and I heralding the gospel. So God is trying to employ you in his service. I have to rush to my conclusion here, but understand this here, that the spirit is always working on our hearts to make us malleable, to make us um, pliable to his will and that is to carry out this gospel we read that the bible says um and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preaching to all the world as a witness and then shall the end come when movement stop death occurs and so the bible says go ye into all the world move the seven day of venice denomination is a movement 
And so the spirit is trying to break us down to our natural elements for reuse. We will look at people who are doing compost when they, they're taking um, the fruits and vegetables that they eat and they put into this, this contraction to make it break down so they can use it as an enhancement to the soil to provide nutrients. And so the Holy Spirit does the same for us to make us uh, 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 be available for his service. You see, sin brought about degradation. The Bible lets us know that the soul that sinned shall surely die. It says, thus thou art and thus thou shalt return. I'm talking about breaking back down to its natural element. We was taken out of the soil and we should go back down in the soil. But I'm so glad <laughs> that we serve a God that doesn't leave us there. You see, we, we, when we understand recycling of material, that when something is recycled, it's used again. All right? And the Bible, saw, uh, I think it was uh, David or Job said, would I leave my soul in hell? And, and then Christ says, hey, I go away to prepare a place for you. And then say, if I, um, if I go away, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And we're told when he comes again, <laughs> I'm talking about here about this biodegradable stuff that has been broken back down to his natural elements. That at the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, that the dead in Christ shall rise first out of the grave. Their bodies would have decomposed <laughs> down to the bones. But the dead in Christ <laughs> will come up out of the grave and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up. We're going to be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. We're going to be given embodies of immortality and incorruptibility. But it only happened if in this life, if in this life, we let the biodegradation take place and allow us to love our fellow man. How can you love God and hate your fellow man? If you don't love your fellow man, then you don't love God. So it's necessary that we do that. And for those who fail to let uh, biodegradation be a part of their lives, we're told that it's going to happen one way or another. Every knee shall bow. I'm talking about breaking down. And every tongue shall confess. But why wait to that point? Because after that, People are going to run to the mountain and ask the rocks to fall on them. Why not give your lives and your heart to God, um, to God now? That's what the watery grave of baptism is all about. It's about that decomposing, that breaking down and allowing yourself to come out of the watery grave for reuse. The message is very simple. It's just a message of love. What the world needs now is more love. The Bible lesson on the last days is going to be a sign of the end times. The love of many shall wax cold. And heat plays a part in the degradation, in the biodegradation, in breaking down living organisms. And heat will play a part again. We're talking about in the lake of fire. For those souls who didn't allow it to happen now. Let not that be your cause. Let not that be your excuse or reason. A matter of convenience. Or whatever it may be. Give your hearts to God now.
and be activated in his service for others. I'm out of time, but I'm not out of message. But until next time, we ask that you will continue in faith and allow the spirit of the Lord to work in you and also on the outside. God bless us far ahead. The God, the Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity you've given us to worship you in prayer. We pray, Lord, that you allow the words that we've heard today not to fall on deaf ears, that we will go forth from here a better person with a better sense of enlightenment and love for our fellow men. Forgive us, bless us, and keep us. In your wonderful name, we do pray, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Continue to worship with us here on this um, channel, whether on YouTube or Facebook for our Sabbath service and as well for our continual Wednesday night. God bless and have a wonderful evening.